Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister Jody. Hello. So, I have the craziest thing that people have done on their first day of work okay. to get fired. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. When I worked for a startup, we had to hire about 100 people in the span of two weeks, which I told my boss was a bad idea, but the CEO insisted. We ended up hiring this young lady, even though she had a spotty resume. She was very cheerful and friendly in the interview, and my boss's instructions were if they were nice and friendly, pass them on to me. On her first day, she came in 15 minutes late, got into an argument with a customer on her first training call, and took the mic and farted into it as loud as I've ever heard a human being fart. We paid her for a full day, best hire ever. What the hell? What the fuck? Next one, the first day, her grandmother died. Understandable. Second day, her car broke down. Bad luck. Third day, she had no electricity and couldn't blow dry her hair. She was told not to bother coming in at all. (laughs) She didn't even come in one day? (laughs) Seriously, why bother calling them? Yeah, I mean, fuck. Weird. Next one, a guy at my work was caught playing World of Warcraft for hours each day. The boss called him in and told him that was wholly unacceptable and he had to stop immediately or he was canned less than an hour later it called the same boss and said the guy was back in the office playing again he was let go that day what an idiot that's like an addiction right yeah that's what it sounds like that's exactly what popped into my head wow that's bad yeah Uh, Next one, in high school, I worked at a clothing store as a cashier. The guy working with me had his sister come through with a huge pile of merchandise. He scanned one item that was on clearance for like $2 over and over again for everything else that she had, which was likely worth uh, hundreds of dollars. But he didn't realize the manager was standing right behind him. Oh, my God. The manager said, go clock out and give me your name tag. You're gone. He didn't argue or anything. He just put his head down and walked off. Then the manager jumped on the cashier to clear the transaction, and the sister took out her card and said, this is going to be a credit. The manager said, "Uh, not for $2, it's not. Get out of here. (laughs) The sister actually tried to complete the purchase like nothing had happened. Oh, my gosh. Wow, family full of smart balls there. (laughs) Next one, I was still training him. I was bartending at a restaurant. We were doing a deep bar cleaning. We had to move one of the big margarita machines, so a couple of us were trying to figure out the best way to move this thing, as it's pretty heavy. The new guy said, I got this, pulled out a vial of cocaine, did some, then bear-hugged the machine and lifted it onto the bar. I told him something along the lines of, dude, that was awesome, but you're so fired, and pointed to the cameras. I was like 20, 21 at the time, but even then, it blew my mind. What the... (laughs) who in their right mind would think that would be okay i i'm not sure these are fucking crazy next one i used to work at i used to work night audit slash front desk at a motel adjacent to major highways it was a super chill job i loved my boss and it was cool by me by god trying to hire and train was a nightmare One lady claimed to be computer literate, but when I asked her to click on a field on the computer, she picked up the mouse and tried to physically touch the correct spot on the monitor with it. Oh my god. Another got extremely confused when I mentioned that sleeping with a guest was completely out of bounds. (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. (sighs) Next one, I was training a new hire for a large online retailer who at the time focused on books, CDs, and DVDs. One of the books we shelved was on Germany's U-boats. I don't know what that is. He suddenly felt the urge to tell me about all the wonderful and misunderstood ideas of De Fuhrer had. He never even made it to his lunch break. I'm assuming that's a Nazi of some sort? Yes. Okay. Uh, Day one, delivering pizzas. I was the trainer. The dude wasn't familiar with the town at all. This was before GPS was a thing. It was only the second delivery, and he got in the car and proceeded to floor it, showing off all 80 horsepower in the 30 feet of the parking lot before slamming on the brakes to turn onto the main street. 
He nearly hit a customer and her young child, so I said, whoa, slow down, you almost hit that kid. His response was, fuck him. Oh my gosh. That was his last delivery. He lasted about 90 minutes. (laughs) Oh my God. Next one, I worked in a sales call center about 10 years ago. A new guy started on a Monday morning, got trained on the basics, which took about an hour, got assigned a desk, and set off to work. A half hour later, I looked. it looked like little puffs of steam were rising up from his computer monitor. It turned out he was vaping on one of those disposable e-cigarettes, the kind that sort of tried to look like real cigarettes. He got told by the boss that we couldn't vape indoors, and he wanted, and if he wanted to, he would have to go outside and do it on a break. About 30 minutes later, again, the same thing happened. He got caught again and was told in no uncertain terms that if he wanted to keep his job, he'd have to stop vaping at his desk. <laughs> An hour later, he got caught hiding under his desk, vaping, and was promptly fired, all before lunchtime. The dude could have just gone outside. Oh, my God. <laughs> What the fuck? You would think he just need to be told one time. You would think so. You would think he would know. But, you know, one time, sure. And, you know, <laughs> what? It, this might have been when they first came out. Yeah. You know. But, like, still. Yeah. That's he was told multiple times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What an idiot. Next one, I was working as a stable boy and showing a new girl around the stables. As I introduced her to the horses, she was very apprehensive to come near them, refusing to even step into the stall. She signed on to help care for the horses. Later that day, she admitted she was terrified of horses, so the boss let her go. Why would you even try to get a job like that? Why would you even, like, drive onto that property? Why? Why? Wasting everyone's time. Exactly. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, When I was in college working at a Walmart as a cashier, I trained a girl on the register one evening. Maybe a week later, she came through my line buying groceries. I asked her how she had been since I hadn't seen her since the day after I trained her. She told me she was waiting for her court date. One of her friends went through her checkout line, but she only actually scanned about a third of the items. About $1,500 of merchandise went out the door free of charge. My response out loud was, oh... My response in my head was, did you seriously not see the camera mounted above every single register? What a bunch of idiots. Seriously. You Ex- can't do anything nowadays you without being on camera. Literally. Anything. Even if you walk outside, there oh, are there's cameras. cameras on the street. Yeah. On people's front porches. On Yeah, yeah they're everywhere. Uh, everyone has one in their pocket. It's yeah. Readily available. The cars. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I had a new hire smoke weed in the bathroom within two hours of starting his first day. Not vape or anything, but literally lit a joint in the bathroom. Oh my God. Like, bro, my <laughs> office is 10 feet away. <laughs> Next one, a former coworker told me about an incident at a prior job where the person who showed up to work was not the same person they interviewed. Obviously, they were immediately let go. Oh my gosh. Why? What? You, what? Why? (laughs) Next one, I worked a a second shift at a factory. Late in the evening, we would prop open the doors along the side street to try and catch a breeze in the summertime. One night, this drunk guy stumbled in through the side door and just started striking up conversations with everyone like he owned the place. I ran over and tried to tell him he couldn't be in there, and he started telling me he was supposed to start work that night. We kind of argued for about five to ten minutes about the fact that I didn't have anyone new starting that night, and I finally told him he needed to contact someone in the office the next morning. When I came into work the next day, the first shift supervisor told me that he was supposed to have a new guy start that day, but he never showed up. I told him that guy had actually showed up, but 12 hours early, staggering drunk. In a way, he was fired before his first day on the job. Wow. Next one, the new guy offered to pull a semi-trailer to the dock for unloading. He said he could do it, or he said he did it in the army all the time, but I told him, no, you gotta get tested, tested out by the safety guy first. Someone else will handle it. Five minutes later, I see him pulling the trailer around anyway. Okay, I gotta go tell this dude he's fired two hours into the job, but before I could advise him of his undated employment status... The damn trailer came loose of the trailer and slid right off the back. 
He did know how to drive a semi. He did not know how to check that the trailer was locked in. God. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Next one, he came in two hours late, didn't do any actual work, and then asked how long he had to keep doing tasks uh, below his qualifications. <laughs> if it was below your qualifications, then why did you accept the job? Seriously. Next one, the new dishwasher told the hostess he wanted to have sex with her in front of the entire staff and several early morning customers. It was a borderline mob. Oh my gosh. Next one, they got a speeding ticket doing 20 plus miles over the... Uh, 20 plus miles per hour over in the company car picking up lunch for the staff day one. <laughs> Next one, um, she showed up and just instantly dropped her entire life story on the boss, preventing them from getting anything done and not doing any work her whole first shift. The boss gave her another chance, but the next day she just sat in the back in tears the whole day over the, a text she got. <laughs> oh my God. Aww. Next one, I was training someone new at the register, and an old man kindly let us know that he had asked for fries with no salt. We were right across from a dialysis center, but his were salty. The trainee accused the old man of, tr of just trying to get hot fries, snatched his bag out of his hand, and tried to throw it at his face. <laughs> I managed to catch his arm before he could and ripped the bag away from him. This was the first time I had ever had to pull someone by their ear into my office. It was literally like dealing with one of those middle school bullies from the, an 80s movie, except he was 18. This was the second hour of their first day working the front. What an asshole. Even if he wanted hot fries, who gives a shit? Oh my god. God, and that's scary. He's only 18 and yeah. he's already acting like that. Oh my. Hopefully he'll grow up sooner than later. Uh, before even getting hired, one morning my coworker came in upset and told me some weirdo on the bus rubbed on her and said all kinds of pervy things to her. Then she froze in terror as she looked across the office. The perv had just gotten off the elevator. Turns out he had a job interview scheduled with my coworker's boss. So she informed her boss what happened and said if he hired the perv, she was quitting instantly. The perv probably would have gotten hired because he knew some someone higher up in the food chain. But my coworker's report to her boss made certain he never got the job. What a dick. <laughs> Next one, our boss her hired a new person as a con contractor. He was available to work immediately, so we, he was scheduled to start the day after his interview. The next morning, my boss turned up very annoyed and showed me his phone. The new hire had sent several rambling and confusing texts that's, that could be summarized as, had a few drinks last night, won't be able to come into work today. You know how it is. My boss told him the contract was canceled. <laughs> Next one, I worked as a cashier in a small retail shop full time, and it was just me and the owner. A new girl was hired so I could have some weekends off. But the owner caught her sleeping in the back of the nest, uh, back in the back on a nest of store t-shirts. He only came in to check on her after seeing her boyfriend on the camera for over an hour, keeping watch while she napped. Oh my god. She barely made it a week. <laughs> and my last one, we all got we all get a company laptop where I work. The guy was hired the this guy Oh my god, why can't I read? <laughs> okay. We all get a company laptop where I work. This guy was hired, deleted his antivirus and then was caught visiting porn websites on his intro day. Nice. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. And I thought some of the people that I worked with were bad. I, 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 I mean, we've had so many conversations about how fucking crazy people are. All right. I just did some more creepy stories. Okay. It's a continuation of last week. Okie dokie. When I was like six or seven, I had a closet door in my room that didn't latch right and would pop open. When it did this at night, I always felt like someone was in there looking at me, so I'd run to my parents crying that there was a man in my closet. We'd go look and find nothing, so I'd go back to bed. One night, we got home late from visiting my mom's family out of state. I had misbehaved or something, and my mom told me to go straight to bed. I went to my room, and the closet door popped open. I knew mom was already cross with me, so I decided to be brave and look in the closet myself. 
In the dark behind the clothes, I swore I saw a hand. I ran to my parents and cried that there was a man in my closet. My mom was still irritated and yelled that there was no man and to go look again. So I did. Yep, still there. Oh my God. So I went back and pleaded with her. She grabbed me and dragged me back to my room. She whipped open the door and yanked back my clothes. Let's just say it was an exciting night in my little town with all the police cruisers and even a helicopter that followed her discovery. Now I'm a, now I'm a mom, and I always check when my kids tell me there's a monster in their room. Oh my gosh. That gave me chills. That Absolutely. is fucking creepy. And I wonder, I wonder if he was in there like every other time. Well, they said they would go look, though. Yeah, but like... Why was it popping open? Yeah, and was he, like, was he living in the attic? And, like, there was a, you know, place that he could hide real quick? Or Well, maybe. Mike, the closet in my spare bedroom, that's yeah. the the attic yeah. access is in that closet. I wonder if that's what it was, or, like, if they didn't just look hard enough, and he was in there every time. Oh, I don't gosh. know. I don't know. That is scary. Yes, it is. When I was in college, I lived in a dorm that used to be a seminary. Before I'd even moved in my first year... I heard, heard stories about it being haunted. Within one week of moving into my suite, I started noticing weird things happening. When I was alone, I would hear footsteps running outside my bedroom door. When I was in the shower, I would hear the fridge door slam shut. Decorations I had hung on the wall would fall, as if something had flung them off, including a cross that was secured on the wall and needed to be lifted in order to be removed. I kept most of the th- these things to myself despite being relatively uneasy when alone in the dorm. I remember the dread of walking in to see that none of my roommates was were there. At some point I started waking up in the middle of the night with the feeling of someone pushing on my chest. It kind of felt like I was being crushed and I couldn't move or breathe or open my eyes. When I was finally able to come out of it I would run to the bathroom and sit under freezing water to snap myself out of it or call my mom so she could calm me down. At some point, I told my roommates about everything. The following day, my roommate got back from class and told me about a student she overheard wondering what students had moved into our dorm room number because she wanted to talk to us. About half an hour later, this really petite girl showed up at our dorm room asking if anything weird had been happening, all while staring intently at me. Obviously, I said yes, and then she proceeded to tell me what happened the year the year prior. Apparently, the group of people who lived in our room the year before us used a Ouija board and accidentally ended up drawing a malevolent spirit to the room. She explained that she was in touch with the spirit realm and didn't think the entity was still there, but its energy remained, along with some others that were drawn to it. Then she focused all her attention on me again and said, It's been picking on you, hasn't it? Was that it? That was it. Holy crap, that's crazy. Yeah. When I was younger, probably seven or eight, I had a reoccurring dream that would wake me up all the time. I was riding a tricycle that was too small for me, so I couldn't pedal very fast. A man with a rusted black truck, red-brown hair, and a leather jacket would kidnap me. I tried to scream, but nothing would come out, and my parents just watched it happen from the window. Oh my God. The dream stopped after a while, but when I was about 16, I was walking into a grocery store with my boyfriend, and the man from my dream was walking out. Uh. Same man, same red hair, same jacket. I stopped in my tracks, and he looked me dead in the eyes, grinned with an evil type of smile, and winked. What? I couldn't shake the feeling of dread for the rest of the day. My boyfriend even commented on how weird it was that the guy was wearing a leather jacket, because it was the dead of summer and like 100 degrees out. I never saw him again in my small town and really wonder if he was even real or just something haunting me. What the fuck? What does that mean? I don't know, but that gave me chills. I didn't like that story. No, that is... What? That's crazy. I, You know, not even that. Just just the the fact of something that you dream about, you see it in real life. Yeah, that alone would be terrifying. Yeah, well, without and, the creepy dude. Well, the thing when I when you were reading it, I thought for sure she was going to mention the truck. I did too. But she that's the that's like the weirdest thing because she recognized him without that truck. 
That is creepy. What the fuck? Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh. Which means she saw him enough yeah. and in, de- in enough detail. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my gosh. I was on a... Oh my God. I can't read today either. <laughs> I was on a holiday in Thailand for five weeks when some weird... For some weird reason, I decided to bring a stray dog from the shops back to the apartment one night. When the guy I was seeing asked me why, my response was instinctively, the snakes. What? He rolled his eyes, <laughs> but lo and behold, two minutes later, on route back to the apartment, the dog started loudly barking. I looked down, and next to my feet was a coiled snake. Startled by the dog, it fled. It was weird that I somehow knew that would happen, but something even weirder happened the next day. I was at the pool bar and listening to a scuba lesson when I learned that the particular species of snake, the sea snake, is one of the deadliest snakes and only comes on land to lay its eggs. The dog saved me from a deadly snake bite from a territorial mama snake with venom that would have killed me in less than in less time than it would have taken to get aid. That's crazy. That is crazy. How'd they know that? Just like, just decide all of a sudden, go get a dog. Yeah. Because of the because snakes. Because of the snakes, obviously. Don't ask me stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it obvious? Yeah, Come obvious on. The snakes. <laughs> in 2019, my mother went in for her first colonoscopy. It was done in an outpatient setting, and she was home later that day. Something had gone wrong during the procedure, and they had punctured her, but it had been fixed, so everything was fine. The creepy part of this was the dream I had that night. In the dream, I was in my bed and woke up to a very quiet and still house. I thought it was odd, but got up anyway. I went downstairs to check on my mom, who had slept in our recliner, as she had in real life, because lying down was uncomfortable. I walked into the living room and found my mom dead in the recliner. I was so startled that I woke up. Still, I had this overwhelming sense of dread all day. Later, my mom came into my room and wanted to show me something. She was rubbing her neck, and it sounded like Rice Krispies rattling together in the box. The doctor called a few minutes after that and told her to come in right away. Turns out the hole in her colon was not repaired, and she was leaking air into her body. Oh, my God. She would have very much died had that not been caught. I told her years later about the dream, and she believed me. That's crazy. And how did the doctor know? I'm so confused. Did she call the doctor? I don't know. I thought it said he called her and was like, hey, you need to come back in here. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, how would he know it didn't get fixed right? Unless he happened to be, like, looking at an x-ray or something and was like, oh, shit. Maybe. Weird. They probably just left something out of the story. Maybe. When I was six, I witnessed something right out of paranormal activity. It all started when we lived in an old house in the historic part of Columbus, Georgia. Our house had been a part of the Underground Railroad, had a bomb shelter, had hotel ruins in the backyard, and honestly was creepy as hell. So what started as lights flickering on and off, furniture moving on its own, and things turning up in odd places turned into the most traumatic night of my life. My family never talked about the weird things happening around us. We were all scared, but it was almost as if mentioning it made things worse. One night, we were having TV dinners in the living room when we heard noises from the kitchen. We brushed it off. Then my brother, five, asked to go to his room to play. Minutes later, we heard him screaming, It took my car! It took my car! All while pointing at the wall. We ran to his room and looked up the same moment a Hot Wheels car came falling to the ground. My dad ushered us all back to the living room. My parents started talking about what could have happened while trying to calm my brother down. Suddenly, all the furniture in our dining room slid to the other side of the room. Oh my god. It happened so fast, we didn't even have time to grasp the the situation. My dad, trying to rationalize everything, (laughs) said to sit and finish our food. What? And we would stay at my grandmother's for the night. Um, (laughs) yeah, no. Everybody just... Find your your chair you were sitting in. It's on the other side of the room now. It's all right. Just eat. And then, then we'll go. Then we'll go. We don't want to waste the food. Oh, my God. 
We tried to start eating again, but my mom started randomly laughing. Oh my god. It was a super creepy, not herself kind of laugh. Oh no. She was gripping her steak knife tightly. Yeah. My brother touched her arm and said, Mommy? That must have woken whatever it was. She looked at him with full-blown, possessed eyes. She laughed, and it sounded so inhuman. She lunged at him with the knife, and I somehow managed to pull him up and over the armrest at the same time my dad cleared the space between the couches to stop her. I remember her shaking on the ground in almost a seizure-like manner for a moment while he held her down. Then it all stopped. We left the house shortly after she woke up and came back with a priest to bless the home. We didn't live there too long after. To this day, it is constantly put up for sale, purchased, and quickly resold. I believe is it an I believe it is an evil home. That's terrifying. Um, there is no way I would still be in that goddamn house. No, absolutely. If all my not. furniture <laughs> slid to the other side of the room. No, I would. That would probably be my my line too. I'd have to leave. That's that's scary. no. <laughs> My family and I were rafting in New Hampshire. There were eight of us spread out over six rafts, navigating a tricky section of river that had several downed trees. My younger cousin hit a current wrong, and his raft got caught on one of the trees, causing him to flip and plunge underwater into all the submerged branches. We were all downstream and started frantically fighting the current to get back to him. Yet after 30 or so seconds, he popped up and out of the water with a surprising amount of force for a kid. We all went ashore to the next beach to shake off the scare, and he immediately began to ask who pulled him out. We explained that no one was near him and that we were all at least five to ten yards downstream, but he vividly recalled hearing a voice say, I got you, and felt the clear sensation of two strong hands gripping the shoulder straps of his life vest and pulling him up forcefully. It still gives me shivers to this day. Who was it? I don't know, oh but that's so awesome. You heard all those stories on TikTok about people who have been in car accidents, and then, like, later on, they ask where the person was who helped them, and, like, nobody was there. Yeah. That's happening a lot. Or, like, people are telling that kind of same story mm. over and over again. Like, there are people who help Hmm. Us. I wonder what it is. I don't know. It's so cool, though. It is. This is the story of our rainbow people. I was woken up at about 3 a.m. to the sound of footsteps in our bedroom. They were heavy, shuffling footsteps. I opened my eyes, expecting to see my husband returning from the bathroom, but there was someone else there instead. The best way I can describe the man is that he was made of light. His body was lined with rainbow colors, almost like a hologram. He was standing at my husband's feet, with his hands on his own face, with his mouth wide open. He looked like he was screaming, but no noise was coming out. I sat up and stared. He was there for maybe ten seconds, but it felt like forever. I got up and slept on the couch that night. I didn't say anything to my husband because I knew it sounded wild and unbelievable. A couple weeks later, my husband was working an overnight shift. My youngest son, four, wanted to sleep in my bed with me. His older brother, seven, who shares a room with him, didn't want to sleep alone in their room, but was reluctant to sleep in my bedroom. I tucked them in, promising to come back in about an hour after I got ready for bed. My seven-year-old looked at me and said he didn't want to sleep in my room because he saw something when he napped in there a couple of days before. He was sick at the time and wanted to rest in my bed and watch TV. I told him that he, was, that he must have been dreaming. He described seeing legs dancing like a ballerina that came in the door and danced to the closet. I told him again he must have been dreaming. What he said next made my skin crawl. He said, I don't think I was sleeping. The legs looked like a rainbow. I calmly gathered their pillows and we left the room. I really hope no one else sees it ever again. What? Okay. Um, She sees this creepy rainbow dude. Screaming, but no sound. Yeah. And she decides she's going to go in the living room and leave her husband in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's not very nice. No. And why is that dude screaming and dancing? I'm so confused. I don't know if it was the same person dancing. But it was the same, like, type of thing. Weird. Weird. That is weird. 
but she wow, was like her husband she's like yeah you're on your own <laughs> see ya as young teens my sister and i shared a room because she was afraid of the dark she was so afraid that she pushed our beds together so i was close to her one night i woke up and saw a bearded man in a red flannel shirt standing in our bedroom doorway he was mouthing something but making no noise i reached for my sister who whispered i see him for some reason neither of us screamed i reached with my left hand for the phone next to my bed this was the 80s so push button phones still rotary dialed and you could hear it on the other phones in the house my mother used to bust us for using the phone that way after lights out i just started squeezing pressing buttons and it woke my mother who yelled get off the phone (laughs) and the man disappeared oh my god a few days later i got the courage to check the spare room which had the attic access the attic was empty except for a folding chair that was open facing the door oh that was it huh so did did they think it was an actual person i don't know because it disappeared huh so why would they check the attic i don't know weird I don't like when people see something and it's like like he was mouthing something but they couldn't hear anything that's creepy to me and i've the other heard guy was that screaming but they couldn't hear anything. i've heard that quite a bit that is in creepy. stories like that i don't like that it's almost like we can't perceive it or something yeah they're like maybe it's a different wavelength that we can't pick up or something when i was really little like these are my first memories pretty much like i remember when i would go to sleep i would hear people talking in my ear but they were talking so fast i couldn't understand what they were saying Mm. i wonder if that was like actual something or if it was just because it would every time i would go to sleep it would start that's weird yeah and it would like kind of put me to sleep a little bit Mm -hmm. because I, i was trying to concentrate on you know trying to figure out what they were saying but they were talking so fast i couldn't hmm wonder if you were hearing the other side i I, maybe because it was like i remember when it was you know it was when i was really really young and it slowly stopped yeah so maybe i remember i lived in an apartment i used to be i used to hear whenever i would go to bed i used to hear like sounded like some people were having a conversation but i couldn't quite like catch what they were saying yeah yeah but then you know i lived in an apartment yeah. so it I was probably like, could have been someone having a conversation <laughs> yeah it could have been but it was every night that's crazy yeah that's weird huh I don't know. who knows we could have seen and heard so many paranormal things and yeah we just, we're just like Bleh. yeah no someone's having a conversation Whatever. downstairs <laughs> we probably do that a lot more often than you would think probably um when i was 15 i had to be operated on for an ovarian tumor the day i was to be admitted my mom and best friend came along with me we couldn't find the exact ward i was supposed to be admitted to because the hospital was really big so we decided to look for a nurse or someone working in the hospital for help we saw a nurse pulling one of those big carts with patients food it kept where where patients food is kept and exiting the elevator we were about four or five meters away from him so we started saying hello really loudly to him so he'd stop and we could ask for directions he definitely heard us because he looked at me and smiled but kept moving the cart toward the wall in front of him i started walking really fast to meet him and ask him for directions but when he got close to the wall he stepped behind the cart it was tall and he was just slightly shorter than it i was directly in front of him so i followed behind him he was gone my mom and best friend confirmed what happened he just disappeared there was no door behind the cart for him to go through i even opened the cart because i couldn't believe my eyes but he wasn't there anymore it creeps us out whenever we remember it fuck yeah that's creepy some that's not done some hours after i had my operation i was lying in a room by myself i wasn't sleeping but i was in pain and just closed my eyes i felt someone behind me stroking my hair softly I felt weak so i didn't open my eyes to see who it was but i thought maybe a nurse had come in whoever it was kept stroking my hair for about two minutes then suddenly i felt the hand tug at my hair hard i immediately turned back to see who it was and nobody else was in the room oh my gosh 
why were they being so nice and then all of a sudden that's rude i don't know maybe it's like pay attention to me that okay so just the fact that the cart was there that the guy had been pushing yeah that is creepy that part creeped me out like the cart was there like the cart should have disappeared or too. something yeah like wh- who was pushing the cart Ooh, that is creepy i don't, I don't like know. that and i am convinced every hospital is haunted oh yeah I'm definitely convinced. definitely <laughs> no doubt in my mind <laughs> this is my last one this is my husband's story but he won't speak of it anymore he wants to forget it completely so i'll tell the story My husband and two of his cousins were driving late at night, coming back from the city. All of a sudden, their car broke down in farmland just before the dirt road that brings them home to the reserve. One of my cousins stood dead still, looking into the field, and asked them to come look. My husband didn't want to, but he started walking toward her to see what she was looking at. Her other cousin wouldn't get out of the car. She said there was evil all around them, and she could feel it. What my husband and his other cousin saw was unreal, unlike anything I've ever heard of. He came home at about 5.30 a.m. after he got the car going again. He told me he'd seen something, and when I asked what it was, he said he didn't know. But he knows he wasn't imagining things, because he wasn't the only one to see it. When I asked him again what it was, he screamed at me that he didn't know. Confused and scared, I asked him to describe it. Once again, he screamed that he didn't know. I stopped talking to him. He never acts like this, and I was getting scared. About ten minutes later, he came back to our bedroom and said that he'd seen human legs all connected together like a spider coming out of the ground. What? I was baffled. What? I'd never heard such a thing in my life. He said he saw a man in the ground as well, just buried in the dirt up to his waist. What? And a young child sitting on the side of the road crying. He also saw shadow people running back and forth across the road and crawling in the dark. Shut the fuck up. And no, none of them were on any drugs at all. My husband won't talk about it anymore. I've always wondered if they somehow entered another world or just saw some things that they weren't ever supposed to see. He won't talk. He won't walk out in the dark yet and doesn't like looking out the windows after dark. I'm terrified and I didn't even see it. I'll always wonder what in the world went on that night. I hope if anyone out there reads this and has had the same experience, they will get in, co- get in contact with me somehow. What the fuck was that description again? The le- human legs? Human legs all connected together like a spider coming out of the ground. Ooh, That is... What? That has to be another world or another dimension or something. Some, that sounds like... Horrifying? Hell. Yeah, something. And what, like, where'd the kid come from? And where are the shadow people? And like, yeah, what? that's. And a dude buried up to his waist? Well, the other cousin said there was evil all around him. Yeah. So maybe oh. it was like they accidentally saw into like some kind of hellscape or something. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. That's crazy. Alrighty, I just have some paranormal events for us. First one, as a small child, our house caught fire. My mom was downstairs and my older sister and I were asleep upstairs. Upon waking, my sister and I headed to the top of the stairs. My mom was at the bottom screaming for us. A man came up and grabbed us, threw us over his shoulders, and carried us down to my mom. We got out of the house, but my baby sister perished. Many years later, my older sister and I were snooping through an old family album. We came across a photo. We each recognized the photo of the man who had carried us down the stairs that night. We brought the photo into the living room and showed our mom and asked who it was. She told us it was her father who had died a year before our parents were married. My sister and I were saved by the ghost of our grandfather. Aww. What about the baby? That sucks. (laughs) I know. It's sad. Next one, I worked at an art museum right after I graduated college. The building of of the museum was housed The building the museum is housed in used to be the city's old jail. It was built in 1906, and it was closing down after an event one night and was upstairs going through the galleries, turning off all the lights. I went to shut down the kitchen, and my back was turned to the gallery. After I shut the doors, I turned around, and a woman in all black came racing through the gallery to the back hallway. 
I said something like, oh my God, you scared me, but she didn't acknowledge me. I just assumed she was part of the catering staff and had forgotten something upstairs. I went back downstairs and asked the volunteers if the lady upstairs had come down yet. They looked at me very confused and said no one was upstairs but me. Then I went to the loading dock to let them know, to let the catering company know that they had staff, a staff member upstairs still. They kindly informed me that everyone was loaded up in the van. There's no possible way whoever was upstairs could have come downstairs without the volunteers seeing them. I still kind of brushed it off until I was able to get everything locked up, get to my car, and call my boyfriend, where I then proceeded to scream at the top of my lungs because I was so, so freaked out. Other staff members had plenty of creepy stories to share, and right before I quit, a paranormal investigation team emailed me to see if they could spend the night in the museum. That's weird. Yeah. Next one, I was sleeping one night and got woken up by my covers being pulled down to my feet. It was in the middle of the winter and cold in the house. I screamed and it stopped. I still sleep with a nightlight now. <sighs> yeah, that's creepy. Next one, after my mother passed away years ago and we returned from where she lived out of state, I had the strangest thing happen. That evening when I was in bed, I was very sad and depressed over her loss. I was on my side facing one direction and suddenly a bright light appeared behind me. It only illuminated behind me and never showed light anywhere else in the dark room. I was afraid to turn around, but for years I wished I had. What was it? Who was it? Good? Bad? I watched many ghost hunting programs and never heard anything like my experience. The light stayed for perhaps a minute and whatever it was, it was directly behind my back since I was on the edge of my bed. Well, see, I would have had to turn around. Well, that reminds me of the time that I saw that bright-ass light in the living room at Daddy's house. Mm -hmm. I so wish I would have walked in there. But I just, I saw a light in there and like, oh, weird. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. But like, I started thinking about it after that and where, what, what was it? Where was it coming from? There was no light source on that side of the room at all. Hmm. It was weird. Anyway, uh, next one, I was around 13. It was a beautiful summer afternoon. My dad came, from, came home from work and my three siblings ran to greet him in the kitchen because he often brought home treats. I remained in the living room watching TV, but after noticing that my siblings hadn't returned, I walked toward the back door. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw my little brother standing still in the middle of the basement steps, which were across from the back door. I started down the stairs and he suddenly rushed down the stairs. The second he reached the bottom, he made a tight turn to his right and disappeared. There was a wall with the door only a few feet away. I didn't think to I didn't stop to think how he disappeared so quickly and went through the door to the area behind the stairs. There was nothing but boxes and old stuff. I called out his name. Suddenly the basement lights went out. I charged back upstairs. My siblings were all in the living room looking at me like I was crazy, a look of shock plastered on my face. I interrogated my brother. He had been outside the whole time. My other siblings vouched for him. They were truly concerned about my state of shock, so I confessed my sighting, which freaked them out. Fast forward 30 years to this past July. I'm back home for a family event. We're out at a venue, and I asked one of, the, one of my cousins who traveled from out of state if she was staying at my sister's house with five other cousins, and she was. I told her the bedrooms in my dad's basement were available. Yeah, right, I'm not staying there, she said, with a weird smile plastered across her face. When I asked why, she said that when she was 12, a bunch of us were all lined up to get food at my house. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw a boy, me or my little brother. Then she fixed her plate and turned and saw the boy walking into the basement. So she followed him. She got to the bottom of the stairs, and the room was completely empty. Hmm. Creepy. Mm. Uh, next one, I, I was up late watching TV one night. The TV was hooked up through a stereo system. All of a sudden, the sound cut out, and slowly, the sound of a heartbeat came through the speakers, building up louder and louder, and then suddenly stopped. The normal TV sound came back a few seconds later. This was pre-Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, so there wasn't any way something outside could have tapped into the system. That's weird. That is weird. Why a heartbeat? A fucking heartbeat? Could you, like, imagine that? No. <laughs> Sitting there and, like, it cuts out and you hear a 
loud ass heartbeat. That is creepy as fuck. Next one. I went to Eastern State Penitentiary for their terror behind the walls. I never ran into anything that day, but I woke up the next morning with a massive bruise from my hip to my knee. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, that um, Eastern State Penitentiary, they've caught some crazy shit in that place. Oh, yeah. Next one, I was at my ex-boyfriend's house, and I was there all alone. When I was walking back to his room, I heard someone sitting on the bed in his brother's room as clear as day. It was at that point where I said to I said the brother's name and walked in to see if he was messing with me. It was one of the creepiest things I'd ever experienced. Did that make sense to you? Well, they didn't say. I'm assuming there he was nothing there. in there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next one. My best friend in middle school invited me to a sleepover one night. Her entire immediate and extended family lived with her, so the house was always busy and fun. It was a great gathering place, and I always felt welcome. After a really great evening with her family, we went up to the loft upstairs to sleep. In the middle of the night, I woke up really thirsty, so I went downstairs to the kitchen to get myself a drink of water. I was half asleep, but while walking through the living room, I noticed her grandmother was sitting in the rocking chair, eyes wide open and staring right at me. She had a blank expression on her face, and I was freaked out. I got my water and went back upstairs as quickly as I could. In the morning, I told my friend about this, and she stared at me with a confused and scared expression on her face. I said, what's wrong? And she replied, we don't have a rocking chair. Sure enough, we both went downstairs, and the chair I had seen was nowhere to be found. She went on to tell me about several haunted experiences she and her family had had in that house since they moved in. I was definitely, it was definitely a weird experience. Thought for sure she was going to say her grandma died or something. That's what I thought she was going to say. But no rocking chair? We don't have a rocking chair. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) What was grandma sitting on? (laughs) Did they ask grandma? I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of questions with that one. (laughs) Uh, Next one, I was up late one night in the house while everyone else was asleep. I was watching some show about paranormal when suddenly the wall by my bed uh, was being banged on like someone was hitting it with a hammer it was pitch black and the banging lasted for a few seconds but it freaked me out for over a decade the sound was coming from outside as if someone as if someone was out there after looking out the window no one was there that's creepy yeah it is Next one, I was driving home after dropping my husband off at work, and I was behind a truck with ladders strapped down to it. Suddenly, like watching a movie, I saw a ladder come undone and fly off the back of the truck toward my windshield. I came to realize I had some kind of weird vision as all the ladders were still on the truck. Still out of caution, I switched lanes. As soon as I did, the ladder came off the truck just as I had seen. Had I not changed lanes, it would have hit my windshield, possibly killing me. I can't explain what happened, but it gave me serious Final Destination vibes. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought of. That's exactly what I was thinking of. (laughs) That is crazy. Next one, I recently had a dream about a classmate from elementary school that I hadn't seen in over 20 years. The next day, I saw he had been arrested. I hadn't thought about this guy in years. The timing was just so odd. That is weird. Yeah. Next one, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw a woman crawling on my wall. (laughs) I hate those. She stopped crawling when I sat up and we both froze. She was twisted, contorted, and possessed looking. I was fully awake and didn't take my eyes off her as I reached up and fumbled for the chain to the ceiling fan light above my bed. As soon as I turned the light on, she vanished. This was a studio apartment in a major city, so there was enough light from the street that I could fully make her out. Oh my gosh. I was in shock and just sat there clenching the light switch chain for several minutes trying to rationalize what had just happened. I would never be able to turn light off again. Absolutely. No. Darkness would not exist in my world. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Hell no. (laughs) Next one, when I was a kid, I would see or hear things like apparitions, meows from my beloved dead cat, etc., I was also always scared of what was under my bed to the point that when I would turn the lights off, I would do the running jump into my bed to avoid coming close to the bottom gap. When I was around seven or eight, I was dead asleep and lying on my stomach with my feet under the blanket. 
One of my feet was in the gap between the bed and the wall. I woke up out of the dreamless heavy sleep to the feeling of a hand wrapping around my ankle and pulling me down the bed at an angle. I found my face off the pillow and down the bed by about a foot. I was quick to yank, or it was quick to yank. I immediately got up, bolted out of my room, and into the hall. My parents didn't believe me and didn't find anything under my bed, but considering I rarely cried, even as a baby, they were concerned at my uncontrollable wailing. More than 20 years later, I still refused to put my foot between the bed and the wall. Oh my god. (laughs) That is so creepy. I don't know if I'd ever be able to sleep again. Yeah, like... Yeah, that would traumatize me, I think. That's (laughs) horrifying. Yeah. Next one, when I was a kid, my mom would put me in a room I shared with my older sister. I had the bottom bunk. I was so upset that everyone else got to stay up and watch movies while I had to go to sleep, so I laid in bed awake for a bit. While I was laying on my back, I saw these two big red glowing eyes appear and stare at me for a while right above me, even blinking at times. I was so scared of how close it was to me, maybe a foot from my face. It continued to stare at me and follow my movements for a solid 10 minutes before the the eyes closed and never reappeared. My mom tells me I must have been dreaming, but I know what I saw. It was real and it was terrifying. Uh, yeah, that's creepy. Next one, I was sleeping in my room and I had a, a friend sleeping over on the sofa bed in the living room. Around 3 a.m., I felt someone sit on the corner of my bed. I opened my eyes, thinking it was my friend, but nobody was there. The bed felt like it had a weight on it. Suddenly, this invisible weight started to move toward me, and I was freaking out. I could see it moving. It took a lot for me to run into the living room, but when I got there, my friend was wide awake, sitting on the sofa bed. I was startled at seeing them awake, and they said, Hey, um, there's something in here. It woke me up. And they just looked at me with terror in their eyes. The next day, we got some sage and cleaned that apartment. To this day, we can't believe it. That's creepy. Yes, it is. Next one, when I was sitting... uh, When I was in high school, I was sitting in my bedroom. My dad and siblings weren't home, so my mother and I were the only ones there. I called my mom's name from the bedroom. The first time, I didn't hear anything. But when I called her name again, I heard as clear as day, I'm in the kitchen. So as I was going to find her, I opened the bedroom door to find darkness. All the lights upstairs, except for my bedroom lights, were off. I flipped on the hall light and made my way downstairs, only to find more darkness. All of the lights were off because no one else was home. My mom had to run to the grocery store and didn't tell me she was leaving. To this day, I still don't know who or what heard I heard answer me when I called her name. Ugh. That's always creepy. Yeah. Like mimic or... Yeah. Doppelganger? I don't know. And this is my last one. After my dad retired from the military in Texas, we moved back to the family house. I was in third grade, and it was the first time I would have my own room. I was excited until the first night. My family still doesn't believe me, but every night, a nurse or nun would walk out from the clo- from the closed closet doors and move about the room. If I ever saw- If she ever saw that I was awake and had seen her, she would come inches from my face to terrorize me. I'd run out of the room screaming, but no one ever listened. Finally, after four years, I got to move rooms, and this room became an office. Even now, that the room, even now, the room terrifies me, and my mom tells me things in that room move or go missing. Yep, not my problem anymore, and <laughs> no, I do not want to inherit the house. So. Oh, no, thank you. That is creepy, and I'm so sad for these people that their parents don't believe them. I know. It's got to be fucking terrifying, and like, I feel so alone. That's just awful. A lot of people do that, though. Yeah, I mean, it is easier to, to brush things off, because yeah. that is terrifying. But you should definitely should not do that with your kids. Absolutely not, no. I mean, at least acknowledge what they're saying. And yeah. Like, you know, even if you're like, oh, let's go look for the, the ghost, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something. But don't say that, you know their feelings aren't valid you're, and that's not true yeah you're lying or yeah. whatever yeah all right it's time for the witty wrap-up Yay, witty wrap-up! i did funny tweets the day my toddler started asking what's that was the day i realized how little i know about everything <laughs> i 
went through the same thing. Yep. I'm like, uh... Don't tell you when you're older. I don't know. <laughs> My five-year-old w- woke me up this morning to tell me she's upset because her one-year-old sibling woke her up. Is this the circle of life I keep hearing about? That's funny. <laughs> You're probably like, ha ha. <laughs> took my eight-year-old to the museum and she asked if every picture was the mona lisa (laughs) then when we left she made sure to tell the people in line don't bother this museum doesn't even have the mona lisa (laughs) oh wow (laughs) high standard i don't normally like to brag about expensive trips but i just got back from the grocery store getting gas and signing my kids up for fall sports whoa yeah that's bad Spending that money. And that wasn't even fun. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) My wife and I are the best parents to our kids when we are on a date, date night and drunk. (laughs) That's funny. All right. So this says when your mom watches your toddler for two hours and it's a text. It says we played cars for about an hour. I pushed mine in a circle around on the floor. He ate a hot egg bacon and watermelon for dinner he talked to his great-grandmother on facetime and showed her all of his cars he got on a step stool and helped his papa make eggs it has been a very eventful couple of hours that's cute pta room mom we need some volunteers for the class part me plates and napkins (laughs) (laughs) they're always the first to be oh yeah definitely (laughs) I put the principal's name down as the emergency contact on my kids' back-to-school forms since he can respond fastest without missing work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he would probably appreciate it. I don't think so. He or she or whoever. (laughs) 14-year-old. Hey, Dad, why should you never fight a dinosaur? Me, why? 14, you'll get Jurassic kicked. Ah, He's a dad. They grow up so fast. Jurassic kicked. I like it. When you, when you have kids, you'll see them fighting with each other a lot, but you'll also occasionally see them show genuine signs of love and friendship. Those moments are so beautiful, and they happen just before the kids start fighting with each other again. <laughs> yeah. My kid came home, poured some Skittles into a wine glass, and flung himself onto the couch, <laughs> so I guess he had a rough day. <laughs> so dramatic that's hilarious that is hilarious (laughs) is goofy a dog and if so why can't pluto talk and why is the female version of him a cow this is my brain now yeah goofy's a cow he is yeah seriously yeah he was drawn as a cow i didn't know he was a cow (laughs) everyone thinks he's a dog i thought he was a dog (laughs) i had no clue shit (laughs) my whole life is a lie (laughs) i used to collect goofy stuff i know (laughs) oh my god i feel stupid (laughs) oh that's funny i wish i had half the confidence of my youngest son who happily woke me up at 4 a.m to demand go wrench goldfish (laughs) and cartoons oh my rude (laughs) Oh my god, kid needs his ass beat. Or giraffe kicked. <laughs> every every time we pass one of these signs, my kid says, road work ahead? I sure hope it does. Makes me laugh every time. That's silly. <laughs> oh. All these pictures of kids moving into dorms making me realize I'm too old to sleep on a bed that high. <laughs> Apparently, we aren't allowed to add alcohol for teacher to the school supply list, so anyway, the school year is already ruined. What the fuck? (laughs) People have no idea how hard it is to listen to your kids complain about school and not respond with, just wait, it gets worse. (laughs) I know, oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's like, all you want to do is like roll your eyes and be like, really? (laughs) Just wait. (laughs) My sister-in-law. Sometimes happiness is hard to find. My eight-year-old whispering to me, you should tell her the corner store has blue Slurpees. (laughs) Oh, I wish that's all it took. Yeah, really. 
Close shopping with my 11-year-old daughter when she declares she would love to dress in more bright colors, but at the same time, I'm a messy eater. It <laughs> takes many years for some people to reach this level of self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last one. Parenthood is so crazy. We're really out here getting bullied by the people we made. Yeah. And that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.